the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! There is no off-season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. Yes, it is. You heard Deep Voice Guy. John Harris here again at home on a Monday. Oh, I only can envision what the studio looks like right now. And I would love to be in it, but I'm not. But I am here with my partner on the other side, somewhere in his domicile over in Fort Bend County, the voice of Texas, Mark Vandermeer. Mark, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Johnny, we march on. We march on. We do. Whatever we're going through right now, we're all going to get through this. It's going to happen. I mean, I just I caught a glimpse of what Fauci and Trump had to say. Fauci makes me grouchy, but uh, I caught a glimpse (laughs) of it. There was a tiny bit of optimism there, little little bits and pieces. Cuomo was a little bit optimistic today. So there's some optimism in the air. That makes me feel good, along with the great weather we're having. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, optimism from Fauci or from others? Well, you know, first of all, you know, the Donald and optimism, he's very often optimistic, and then well, yes. he gets killed for being right. optimistic, and it's right. uh, whatever. However you want to judge that, and I'm not going to get into politics here. But yeah. Fauci does make me grouchy because, look, he's he's kind of like uh, look, people liked him at first, and then it's like, wait a minute, is this guy holding us back or not? Look, I, I just don't think you can't just blame this on various people, all right? Yeah, uh, of course. The, the, the thing is, he <laughs> he said we're starting to see a little bit of flattening in some areas. And, look, uh, this guy was Mr. Doomsday for a lot of yeah, weeks. Right. So I, I enjoyed hearing a little bit of that. And Cuomo saying he's seen a little bit of flattening. It's funny because I see – you know, Cuomo saying that, look, they've got pretty much what they need now. They, it, You got the feeling that he feels like it's, quote, under control relatively. I mean, it's still horrible and people are dying and I get it. But where, from where it was and where it could have gone, uh, you see that. And then you see the media headlines. You know, they just report the number of dead. That's it. And then, right. and then you know, that that's obviously a fact, but it's also it's got some editorial content there if you don't put a little context into where we were and where we could be going so i don't know don't get me started on the way this thing is being covered yeah i guess you just did and then you know you see you see some optimism and then you you wake up to you know carl anthony towns losing his mother carl Mm, anthony towns minnesota timberwolves all-star forward you know losing his mother uh, a New York photog, photog, sports photog, who was just revered, apparently. I think his name was Anthony Soucy, I believe. Um, he, he passed away. He's 48 years old. And that would hit me. I was like, you mean when you, you, you obviously see people that have passed away older, younger, you know, but I just turned 48 and I'm looking at it going, oh, my gosh. It just, it, it just, wow. I mean, it kind of takes it's your deadly. breath away. But, but yeah. you know, hopefully people continue. I, I will say this, Mark. People – have around just around me just that's what I have to go on uh, around me it feels like are taking it very seriously like I go to the grocery store to pick up groceries and I would say probably a good 80 to 85 percent of people that I see in the store have masks on or at least you know mat some masks and gloves but at a minimum 75 to 80 80 to 85 percent somewhere in that range of people wearing masks and <laughs> I will have to admit, people have gotten sort of creative with the with the masks that yeah. they've worn. I saw two. I, I I thought it was the same woman at first, but then when I went around the store, I realized it's not the same woman. She was wearing a crown royal pouch <laughs> that she had turned into a mask. That's great. And it was two of them. It was two of them. Oh. And I and I was like. I thought it was the same same person, and I went right back around. I was like, no, 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 that's a different person. A crown royal pouch as a mask. I was – it was one of those things where I wanted I, – I laughed because this, the only reaction I wanted to have was I thought it was really funny. I was like, what? I've seen people with bandanas and all kinds of things as masks, but I had not – I had not seen the crown royal pouch as it were, so – 
Uh, old that, battle that, red towel, Johnny. I'm using an old battle red towel because that is something that I really haven't found much of a use for other than, like, maybe hanging it up or something, yeah. you know, yeah. once, once the years go by. So, uh, yeah, watch that. Look, it's not medically signed off on whatever, <laughs> okay? It's right. better than nothing, all right? And like I said in the song in uh, Quarantine Blues, if you don't have a mask and gloves, you kind of feel naked. You kind of feel like, I'm taking a big risk here. It's not yep. just that. It's the message it sends to others. They think I'm a reckless human because I'm not wearing one. It's almost yeah. like yeah, you got to wear one just to fit in, if nothing else. And also, I go running every day, and mm-hmm. uh, and the kids and I go biking on the weekend, and you're really getting out of people's way, even outside. You know, it's like, whoa, you know, give, give yourself yeah. at least six feet. And l- everyone knows what's up, and you're just trying to make, make the best of it and make it through it. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's all that's all we're really trying to do is just get through this and and hopefully our job is to entertain, infotain the best we possibly can and we're we're definitely going to do that in our next segment we will go and take a little tour throughout the quarterback landscape and figure out who will be QB1 in some spots where we're still not sure some of these teams the Texans will actually face we'll go around the NFL to close the show. But, Mark, this little bit of news before we get into what we're talking about right off the bat. The NFL and the NFLPA have reached an agreement on a voluntary offseason. The virtual offseason is here. It will begin next Monday, April 20th. But no on-field work until all 32 club facilities can reopen. So this means everything virtual. So all this virtual homeschool zooming that everybody's doing, that is now going to be allowable during this off-season program that the NFL will have. But again, no on-field work until yeah. all 32 club facilities can reopen. Now, that obviously is the question everybody wants to know, well when can they reopen? Well, that obviously has everything to do with city and state government. Uh, federal government, all those decisions are going to, and this is where it gets interesting for who's got stay-at-home orders, who doesn't, how long they go. I just saw that Austin's mayor extended the stay-at-home until May 8th, and if you go outside, you've got to have some some sort of facial covering. So that part of it's going to be really interesting to Wait, watch, outside Mark. outside at all? Like, I yeah. go to a park, I walk around Lady Bird Lake in Austin, i got to have a face mask on? That's the way that I read it. So, right. Well, that's ridiculous. You, you but know, that's just well, my, pers- my personal opinion is that's insane. But go It's on. not Fort Bend County. It's not Fort Bend County. Well, it's just nuts. It's just, what does that have to do with anything? The wind is blowing, and oh my <laughs> gosh, there's a droplet that blew 400 yards. Sorry, never mind. I'll stop now. Yeah. Mark, you're not a doctor. What do you All right, sorry. Never mind. They weren't saying this 3 weeks ago, but go on. Yeah. Well, the main part here is that the Texans and 31 other teams can engage in their virtual off-season period starting on Monday and it will go until May 15th. Starting May 18th, teams will then be able to transition to on-field format again depending on conditions. So, your thoughts, Mark, that we are at least we're at least moving in, a, as you mentioned earlier with Fauci and Trump, we are at least seeing a little a little glimmer of hope. Now, what it means remains to be seen, but virtual period starting next Monday and going through May 15th, and then after that, we'll see where we are with on-field workouts. Well, this is – got to have the guys be able to get together in some way, digitally, virtually, however you want it to, to describe it. And this is good for the NFL. I think it's good for everybody's morale. Uh, again, we're just talking sports here. There are far more serious things going on in the world related to this. But just talking about the players, the coaches, being able to see their guys – to some extent, the new guys, getting them in the flow digitally. It really, every company is dealing with stuff like this in different ways. And for the NFL, this is their way. And it's going to be four hours a day. Uh, they'll be able to work out according to specifications given to them by their strength and conditioning coaches, position coaches. Uh, Mike Devlin can give them footwork assignments. Uh, do this in your house at night. Do the left foot in. and the le- I don't know what they're going to do, Johnny. <laughs> but they'll do stuff that will uh, sort of 
be a facsimile, that's probably even too strong a word, but simulate some of the things they could do on the field. And then it's better than the lockout, right? It's better than 2011 when you couldn't do anything, couldn't have any contact whatsoever. At least this way, when they do get together, they'll have some familiarity with where the coaches want to be on that first day of whatever. And you mentioned it. Nobody can open until everybody opens. And everybody to me means New York. That's it right there. That's (laughs) the one you're looking at. If New York can open, everybody can open. I'm just thinking that's going to be the case, unless some city just completely gets out of control compared to the way New York is and was. And I don't know when that's going to be, but that'll be a sweet day for everybody. Now, as far as playing games and jamming 70,000 people into a stadium, I don't know yet because by my calculations, the preseason should begin four months from today. Today is April 13th. Ooh. I would think the preseason would begin August 13th. That's a Thursday night. I would think that a lot of teams are going to open up on a Thursday night because that's how they want to do it these days, primetime yeah. game. You get to open camp a couple of days earlier as opposed to playing a Saturday night game, however that works out. So let's just say it would be a Thursday night, August 13th. That's four months from today. Are you going to be allowed? Never mind would people come. I think they would, but – are you going to be allowed to host 70,000 people at a game in four months? I don't know the answer to that question. I hope the answer is yes. I do, too. I do, too. And by the way, when you said 413, I saw a video, uh, and we're going to get to this uh, in a little bit, but it's 413, which is a very special day at Clemson University. If you think back to the championship of 2016 when number four Deshaun Watson hit number 13 Hunter Renfro oh my to win the 2016 national championship and today Beautiful. on their Twitter timeline they were celebrating 413 as this special day and I was like 413 oh and I started watching the videos like oh, okay that's that's, that's beautiful well that's I'm really glad. good that's that's really good that. speaking of quarterbacks let's do this Mark I, I wanted I, I was on my run today and I was thinking about all right what, what can we do on a show and so I'm getting my run I was like oh okay I got a good one for you. Mm-hmm. I thought about doing some over-unders, but I think I'm going to save those. Okay. I figured, you know what? We were talking last night, or we were texting back and forth uh, about Tennessee, really. And it got me thinking about who's got the best units in the AFC South? Who's got the best units? Obviously, four teams. Who's got the best units based on position? Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight ends, O-line, and then obviously defense. And I started to go through that process in my head. I was like, hmm, this gets kind of interesting. I'll explain a little bit. But let's do it. Let's talk through this. Let's start at the top. The best quarterback unit in the AFC South is, is it a no-brainer? I think it is. No-brainer. And I think fans have to think of it this way, and I'll think of it this way. If you're a general manager, who would you want? Who would you want to build your team with? What position group? Right. So what position group at quarterback would you want to build your team with? I think the answer is fairly obvious here. Yeah, I think it's fairly obvious as well. Deshaun Watson, A.J. McCarron, no doubt. Quarterback, Houston Texans. Okay, running backs in Indianapolis. You got Naeem Hines, Marlon Mack, Jordan Wilkins, Jacksonville. You got Raquel Armstead and Leonard Fournette. Tennessee, you've got Derrick Henry and probably nobody else at this David point. David Flewellen. Flew Ellen, yeah, exactly. Who's that? But like I said, Derrick Henry and nobody else. And then in Houston, you have David Johnson, Duke Johnson, Karan Higdon, and we know the guys here. The best running back unit in the AFC South is? Well, look, Henry sort of wins it, it kind of the way Watson would win it, even if he had me as the backup quarterback, right? <laughs> I think Henry wins it for Tennessee. I think group-wise, I like the Colts group. I yep. think they, you know, they've worked together. They've got experience. I think the Texans, with the ifs come into play. If David Johnson is healthy, David Johnson and Duke Johnson could be a lot of fun to watch. I think they will be. Yep. Uh, but, you know, David's got to stay healthy out there and do his thing. But as far as just sheer, you know, again, going back to that GM test, you'll take your chances with Derrick Henry in 2020 running the rock for you more often than not and take it from there, right? I mean, right. am I right about this? Yeah. I think so too. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I would say the Colts overall group is pretty good. 
I mean, yeah. I think the biggest well, the biggest X factor is is right here in Houston with the Johnsons. If, if those guys stay healthy, I think they'll be right there. Let's go to wide receivers. Okay. In Tennessee, you've got Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. Adam Humphreys in the slot. Indianapolis, you have Paris Campbell, who didn't play hardly at all last year. T.Y. Hilton still probably banged up. Uh, in Jacksonville, D.J. Chark had a, a nice year, uh, but not much around him. D.D. Westbrook, okay. And then we know what the Texans have here. Fuller, Stills. Cooks, Cobb at the receiver position. The best wide receiver group in the AFC South is? Well, you know, I brought this up on Friday. I brought up this question. I think it is the Texans. I think it's the Texans. And, look, health is necessary. But I think even with Fuller maybe having some health issues, this could still be considered the best receiving group. I do like Corey Davis from time to time. And, you know, A.J. Brown has hurt the Texans. There's no doubt. When I'm looking at Tennessee and what they have to offer, I think it's pretty good. But I think most GMs would say, I'll take my chances with what they have in Houston. I will. Because Cooks, Cobb, Fuller, Stills, that's a solid four right there. I mean, nobody else has that kind of brand name recognition uh, across the board, if you will. You know, obviously T.Y. Hilton has his pelts in uh, Indy. And and Chark came up, came along very nicely for the Jaguars last year and a little bit the year before. So I I liked it. Well, last year – hang on a second. Yeah, year two. So I think that – I think that, uh, you know, Jacksonville has some talent here, Johnny. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Lee and Westbrook, uh, that's a pretty good group right there. But I think I'll still take Houston's. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, tight ends. Colts have Jack Doyle. The Titans have Jonu Smith and Anthony Ferkser. The Jaguars have nobody of value that I can think of. And the Texans have got Darren Fells, Jordan Thomas, Jordan Aikens, Kale Waring. The best tight end group in the AFC South is? Well, you're forgetting uh, Tyler Eifert, okay? Uh, oh, yes. That's what I forgot. I knew I, I forgot. Mean, look, I knew I was if, forgetting somebody. And you want to talk if healthy because he is just, you know, walking wounded, right? Yes. A lot of talent, a lot of promise. It's almost like Eifert is if Benny Jopru had played more. You know, that's <laughs> that's Eifert. You know, he's always yeah. hurt, and Jopru never was able to play, really. But uh, So I hate bringing up Benny here, but that's the deal. I hesitate to say the Texans, but I really want to. Uh, I th- Doyle's good. Is he great? You know, Ebron's gone from Indy, and he played mm-hmm. really well for a while, especially the year before last. Uh, as far as Tennessee goes, Jonu Smith hurts people. There's no doubt about yep. that. Uh, Anthony Ferkser is the guy who got hit by Reed and the ball carom to Whitney Merciless, who ran downfield for that big turnaround play last year. Michael Pruitt was with the Texans. I don't think he's scaring anybody, but, you know, he's a solid guy to have on a football team, special teams player, stuff like that. Johnny, am I wrong to say Houston is the best tight end group in the AFC South? No. I think you're dead on. I mean, I think you're dead on. I'm not even taking into consideration what wearing could possibly do for you. Yeah, I mean, no. you want to talk about upside of unknown guys that are on rosters right now, pre-draft. Wearing, mm-hmm. and again, well, this is all pre-draft stuff, wearing could really be interesting. Okay. The best offensive line in the AFC South, the Texans from left to right, Laramie Tunsil, Max Sharping, Nick Martin, Zach Fulton. And Titus Howard, Jacksonville is Cam Robinson, Andrew Norwell, Brandon Linder, A.J. Can, who I don't think is going to be there anymore, and Juwan Taylor. The Colts have got Anthony Costanzo, Mark Glowinski, Ryan Kelly, Quentin Nelson, and Braden Smith. And the Titans lose Jack Conklin, so Dennis Kelly steps in, Taylor Luan, Nate Davis, uh, I think Josh Klein moved on, Roger Saffold, Ben Jones, and then uh, Dennis Kelly's going to step in for Jack Conklin. The best offensive line in the AFC South is? I think it's still the Colts, right? Uh, uh, you know, you have to – they're kind of like the champs here on O-line, and you have to still give it to them. The Texans are certainly on the rise, eager to see what they do with a full season under their belt. Now, they don't get the off season, right? But I pointed right. this out in my article I wrote last week on pre-draft offensive outlook that – it's all, they're always telling us, how well, you can't tell much about the line until we get to camp and start hitting. Okay, well, we'll get to camp and start hitting then and see how it <laughs> yeah. goes then, right? There's, right. You know, you know, the choreography has to be there, but at least they've worked together. So, you know, I like the Texans as a rising offensive line, but you still have to give it to the Colts, right? Don't you? Yeah. I okay. think just by virtue of doing it one year longer, 
I think you would say that. Titans offensive line is pretty good, but Conklin played very well for them. Mm-hmm. So Dennis, Dennis Kelly's got some shoes to fill there. There are three very, very good offensive lines in this, in this uh, division between the Colts and the Titans and the Texans. And the, the Jags line should be better than it is. It should be. They spent money on Norwell. That didn't really work out all that well. Cam Robinson has not played well beyond his rookie year in 2017. Obviously, he was hurt in 2018, but didn't play great in 2019. Taylor and Taylor's, Taylor's a dude, though. Taylor's mm-hmm. an absolute dude over at right tackle. So uh, he is he's a he's a big time player. So we'll have to contend with him for a couple times a year. But this is a this is a division with three pretty good offensive lines. I did that exercise to prove in in looking at this offense. And yes, there are some ifs, but when you look at this offense overall, in quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, offensive line, in five offensive categories, the Texans are the best unit in AFC South in at least three of them. And then the other two, you can make a case that they're right behind the number one group. Mm-hmm. That's, that's solid. That's pretty solid. Now, defensively, well, we'll talk obviously about that later, but I figured offensively, to look at it and go, man, all the changes they've made and they're still at a point where they're the best in the AFC South. Now, are they the best in the AFC? No. But can they get to a point where they can go play Kansas City, Baltimore, play the top dogs in the AFC and go toe-to-toe with them? That's the hope, obviously. There's no question about that. Now, there are places, not like Houston. We know Deshaun Watson will be QB1. But... There are teams on the Texas schedule. There are teams in the AFC that have got question marks at quarterback. Mark will insert QB1 in those places next, right here on Texans All Access. Download the Texans mobile app for news, videos, alerts, and more on your Houston Texans. ConocoPhillips is the world's largest independent exploration and production company based on production and proven reserves, and we're committed to giving back to the communities we serve. During the 2019-2020 school year, Toro's math drills assisted over 1,500 teachers across 12 states and impacted more than 100,000 third and fourth grade students. ConocoPhillips and the Houston Texans share the goal of doing great things for Houston and look forward to another exciting season on the gridiron and in the classroom. Whether you're scoring touchdowns or touching your toes, you depend on your body just like the pros do. At Houston Methodist, we treat you with the same expert care the Houston Texans have relied on from day one. From the starting lineup to starting a new exercise, your body is made to move, and we have the expertise to keep it that way. Houston Methodist is the official health care provider for the Houston Texans. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Ashley Home Store is proud to call Houston home. Whether you're living in a midtown high-rise or you're moving into your forever home, we have the options you need and the prices you really want. Visit today and find stylish sofas, dining sets, and more, starting as low as $10 per month. Ashley Home Store has financing options made to fit any budget. Start designing your dream home today. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Ashley Home Store. This is home. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. For a winning feeling, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse in the Galleria. Indulge in prime steak and seafood, world-class wines, and exceptional hospitality. Looking for the ultimate game day experience? Host clients, alumni, and friends in Del Frisco's private Texans room. Watch your favorite team on a 60-inch television while surrounded by Texans memorabilia and seating for up to 14 guests. From extra fine touches to big screen touchdowns, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. Located at 5061 Westheimer in the Galleria. Everyone is trying to do their part, especially now. And your Ford dealer is built to lend a hand. If your vehicle needs service, just call. Ford service centers are essential to your community and are still open. 
Find out about pickup and delivery options from participating Ford dealers. Plus, they've implemented enhanced cleaning measures for added peace of mind. After all, you have a lot to take care of. Let us do our part and help take care of you. Will the LSU Tigers be just as dominant in 2020? Can they replace key players lost to the NFL draft and field another undefeated national championship caliber squad? Only one way to find out. Witness the 2020 LSU Tigers right here in Houston as they head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to take on the hometown Rice Owls. Head to RiceLSU2020.com to join the wait list and be notified as soon as tickets go on sale or to get info on how you can experience Rice vs. LSU from a luxury suite this fall. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cushada Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 70 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, live music, and one of the top golf courses in the state. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cushada style at Cushada Casino Resort in Kinder, Louisiana's best bet. Tiff's Treats is a proud partner of the Houston Texans. Tiff's Treats is the original warm cookie delivery company and now has 10 Houston area locations with more on the way. Tiff's Treats bakes to order and delivers fresh, ooey-gooey, melt-in-your-mouth cookies right to your door. Order for yourself as a gift for someone else or pick some up at any location. Download the new Tiff's Treats app and use coupon code TEXANS for a free Tiff Blitz frozen dessert on any delivery order. Valid through 1130 and on in-zone deliveries only. Sports Radio 610 is honored to support the Greater Houston COVID-19 Recovery Fund. We're focused on helping those in the Houston area who have been devastated by these unforeseen economic times. To donate, text WEHELP to 41444. That's one word, WEHELP to 41444. Thank you for helping our neighbors in the Houston community during a time when it's needed most. Dedicated to Houston. We are Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Fear of missing out is a real thing. Don't have FOMO when it comes to your favorite team? Follow the Houston Texans on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Welcome back, everybody. A Monday edition of Texans All Access originates from my home. I am John Harris. It also originates... With the voice of the Texans, Mark Vandermeer on the other side. We just went through an exercise saying that the AFC South offensively don't don't expect to see the Texans fall off offensively as much as everybody thinks. And we start looking around AFC South, you start going, hmm, kind of interesting how the Texans fit in all that. Now, Mark, this year the Texans will play thirteen different teams, three in the division. And then they will play four in the NFC North. They will play four in the AFC North. Then they will also play the two other teams that finished first uh, in in the AFC, which were Baltimore and New England. So let's play QB1 that the Texans will see. Now, we don't know when these teams will. We don't know when we're playing, other than the fact that we have already determined that we're going to play Kansas City opening night. Uh, but we kind of we haven't determined that, by the way. Johnny's no. theory is we that's will, my folks. theory. It sounded it's like a, you you were saying it was a done deal. People are you know. John oh no, it's Harris a done deal. Reporting. Oh, it's a done deal. <laughs> no, it's here, a done here's, deal. All right, here's the upset pick. Person. You ready for the upset pick? What the Kansas City's going to face or us? Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs. And and for those who didn't hear, John figured out that we're the best looking opponent for the yes. Chiefs in their home schedule, so right. why wouldn't be, we be the team that they open the season against on Thursday night when they celebrate Super Bowl championship and all that other stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've got, a little, uh, I've got a little wrench to throw in there, Ooh, okay? okay? So what about the Raiders? I know the Raiders aren't very sexy, yeah. but it's a divisional game. Man. And uh, hear me out. Like, I, I can no, see I'm, the NFL doing something a, like this. I, I don't. I could Gruden. see them doing it in the 100th year. It would have made a lot of sense, but mm. I could see it. I, I could see it. It's not the 100th year. It's the 100th anniversary still, though. And okay. right. just like the Texans didn't celebrate their 10th year, but they did celebrate a 10th anniversary okay. season. Okay. I'll, put, I'll put it to you this way. Mm-hmm. If, the Texans, if the Texans play opening night in Kansas City, 
yeah. then you owe me lunch at our cafeteria. If they do not, <laughs> I'll buy you Jack Stack dinner in Kansas City. How about that? That's no way. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, we'll, <laughs> we'll bet lunch. No, we're going Jack Stack no matter what, okay? okay. I mean, that's, right. Can you imagine going to Jack Stack right now? Oh, don't even. Just like, oh, my God. No, just don't. Just don't. Okay, so let's rifle through these teams. Let's start. I'm going to start with the AFC East. So that means the Texans play the New England Patriots. QB1 in New England will right, be. Great question. It's Stidham, okay? Okay. Uh, now, I think it's a topic you could spend all day on. What is Belichick going to do? They said nice things about Stidham. Is that just to throw people off? It's not Hoyer, okay? If Brian Hoyer starts for the New England Patriots, something very bad happens. Something went wrong for them. And no, no offense to Brian, really, honestly. But he's there to be the backup. And by the way, don't get me started on what was being discussed right before we went on the air. Now, Clint was saying the national narrative is that O'Brien's holding Watson back, but how does that explain that like virtually every QB who's ever worked with O'Brien has their best season? Their best work is done under O'Brien. I'm not saying that Watson wouldn't be good anywhere else. Believe me, I'm not saying that. I think he'd be fantastic anywhere, of course. Yeah. But uh, Fitzpatrick, best season ever, Houston Texans. Brian Hoyer, best season ever, Houston Texans. Brock Osweiler, best season ever, Houston <laughs> Texans. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I mean, that's I the facts. That's the facts, Jack. That's it. Yeah. I mean, the one thing, it's so funny because when the Texans were experimenting with various quarterbacks and sort of waiting on the health of Tom Savage, the irony is when Savage finally could play, he didn't play very well, and that was a big problem. But anyway, go on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Next. So New you England. say Stidham. I say Stidham. Yeah, I, I, think, I think you're right. Okay. Bills, we know it's Josh Allen, Sam Darnold with the Jets. The Dolphins are interesting, but we don't play the Dolphins, so we'll move on. The AFC West, well, we know who's going to be the quarterback in Kansas City. Uh, we will see Patrick Mahomes, unfortunately, uh, for a very, very long time. Drew Locke will be the quarterback in Denver. I would imagine that Derek Carr will be for Las Vegas. The Chargers are interesting, but we don't play the Chargers, so I'll save that one for later. We do play the AFC North. Lamar Jackson starting quarterback in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yep. Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger, you would think, is that guy. No question. But if he's not, if the elbow isn't right, who should be QB1 in Pittsburgh? Well, uh, Duck and Rudolph are still there, right? Sounds like a uh, cartoon. Yeah. Duck and <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> Tonight on Duck and Rudolph on Nick at Night, uh, Duck and Rudolph are still there. I'm going to go Rudolph. Well, you're bold. Is there another? Well, or let me ask you this. Does Pittsburgh go ahead and draft somebody that they can develop? Well, I mean, they've done that. They did that with Mason Rudolph. I know they did that with Rudolph, but they've seen Rudolph, and and maybe they don't like Rudolph. Yeah. Oh, I can. Maybe maybe they like Duck If they like Rudolph, uh, then they've got issues. Now, and I'll throw this one out there. Jameis Winston does not have a job that we know of. That's a that's a wild card that's still out there, along with Cam Newton, right? If Ben Roethlisberger can't go, they can't get comfortable with Ben's medicals. They just just can't get right. Jameis Winston started quarterback in Pittsburgh. How does that make you feel? Uh, not very good, Johnny. I think that that scares very dangerous. You know, that yeah. might be a great spot for him. We've talked about good spots for him, mm-hmm. and I don't want to see him in Jacksonville. At all, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him where he can hurt the Texans twice a year. Yeah. Uh, and look, I people, why are you so afraid? I'm not afraid of guys, well, though I am. But I admit to being a football wimp. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to, yeah. I want to play. Yeah, I, I want to play, play the Kevin third Hogan stringer every, week. every single week. I mean, yeah. I'm the. If you want to be the best, you, no, I want to play Kevin Hogan. So anyway, sorry, Kevin Hogan, but. Uh, you know, hang on a second, though. You brought up the Raiders, and we were thinking the Raiders might be a destination for Winston. Then Mariota mm-hmm. goes there to be Carr's backup, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that surprising to you that the Raiders went in that direction? I mean, they were a hot spot rumor for Brady once upon a time. Yeah. I mean, maybe not that hot. Maybe, you know, not exactly the well, favorites, but one of the rumored destinations and they end up with, now nah, we're going to stick with Derek and see if uh, Mariota can beat him out maybe like Ryan Tannehill did him. But 
is Jameis Winston that much of an upgrade to either one of those two? I think the upside is greater with Jameis. Yeah, Am but I the downside will kill Gruden. The, yeah, downside. the downside. Could you imagine Gruden uh, yeah. on the sideline? Think of that afternoon in Tampa. Think of the afternoon at Tampa when we went down there. <laughs> Roby picks him off. A few uh, pick six. A few plays later, Justin Reed picks him off. Now it came back because of a penalty. That's a pick six. Do you not think that Gruden may have just strangled lost him? It. Oh, lost he would have lost it. Yeah. He would have totally lost it. And so, look, I don't think I don't think Mariota. Mariota's never been that guy. Mariota will just take a sack. He's never been an interception guy. Going all the way back to his days at Oregon. He, I think the most interceptions he threw in his season were eight. He threw for 30-plus touchdowns every year, but he never, he never threw interceptions. He just didn't. And when he got to Tennessee, that was kind of the problem is he held the ball so long, um, and he just couldn't find guys open. I think Gruden can deal with that more so than he could constant turnovers, and I think that's what, that's what Jameis would do. So uh, I think Ben will be back healthy. He'll be the guy in, in Pittsburgh, but, man, if he's not – it gets all kinds of interesting. But, um, but Johnny, w- with this draft, right, when the draft passes and let's say you wanted a quarterback and you didn't get who you wanted, you don't really mm-hmm. like it. And, again, rookie quarterbacks, if you were thinking your rookie is going to play, even Joe Burrow, because I know what team's coming up here, mm-hmm. you might have to say, well, uh, well, we're not going anywhere anyway. Fine, just do it. All right, uh-huh. but they're missing the off season. They're missing rookie minicamp, yeah, all that baptism yeah. stuff. They go. Re- remember Watson's rookie year? He was with the third string, but he was getting. You know, they were they were giving the third string a lot of reps that year, and right. he was getting his feet wet. And by the time he got to the Greenbrier, still with the third string for about fifteen minutes, and then moved up very quickly. Right. Who and knows got, how this is going to shake out for these guys? Yeah, you, that, that's a great point. Browns, we know it's Baker, and you said Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton's still there. He's still there. They're going to draft Joe Burrow. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody will throw this tremendous offer at Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's an Ohio kid. He grew up in Athens where Ohio University is. Is Joe Burrow QB1 for the Bengals this year? Uh, when the Texans play him, yes, because I'm going to gamble that the Texans will not open with them. Yeah. So I think it could it be another weeks. starter in there. I cannot believe Andy Dalton is still there. Does Andy, Isn't that surprising to you? Cincinnati, the expectations are rock bottom. Yeah. You can't really play Andy there, can you? Unless no. you think you're going to do something. So, no, you're no. not going to. So, you're going to play Burrow anyway. What do you do with Andy Dalton on the roster? Okay. Was there no value? Does Andy Dalton end up in New England after they decide they can't? That's the other thing about New England, Johnny. Belichick's looking at this draft. Maybe I can get this guy or that guy, Mm -hmm. or maybe I'll just wait and wait and wait, and I'll get somebody like Andy Dalton on the cheap and try him out. I don't know what he's thinking. Or is Andy Dalton not that much better than Brian Hoyer at this point? I think he is. No, I think Andy Dalton still has. Now, Andy's never been a perennial Pro Bowler. I think he's gone to a Pro Bowl. I don't think he's ever been a perennial Pro Bowler. But you can win football games in New England with Andy Dalton as your quarterback. I I think that's very clear, more so than you can with Brian Hoyer. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a deal that gets done, that Belichick uh, ends up giving up. What does New England have draft capital-wise? New England's got 12 picks. They've got 12 picks. Mark, they've got three in the third round, 87, 98, and 100. They could easily give up number 87 for Andy Dalton. Here's a third. Give us Andy Dalton, and away you go. I mean, I, I I could see that. I could see that Andy absolutely Dalton happening. goes for a third-round selection. And the career started off pretty darn well. I mean, he went to the playoffs, what, five I, years in a row? I mean, I w- would you want to give up more? Would you give no. up more? No, for I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't. I think no. that's all the Bengals can expect right now. Yeah. And I think going back to QB1 in New England, maybe it's Andy Dalton. But I do think Joe Burrow would be the guy uh, in Cincinnati. If not, whew, the bottom has fallen out. Uh, we know in Houston, we know in Tennessee – we have a feeling that for one year, Philip Rivers would be the guy with the Colts. Is Gardner Minshew QB1 for Jacksonville in 2020? Josh Dobbs on the roster still. Mm-hmm. Could Is draft the rookie at number nine. They could certainly do that. I think that locally, Minshew's got so much support. Of course, that doesn't mean anything. But I think it helps in a way. 
Mm-hmm. The natives really won't get restless as long as they have somebody waiting in the wings. I don't know if it's Dobbs who could possibly do it. I always think that if you're in their situation where you have a very iffy situation at quarterback, but the guy's obviously well-liked, mm-hmm. do you have a wild card in your pocket that could turn out to be something? Or do you have an old veteran that's, uh, this guy's not going to be anything. You know, uh, this, We know who this guy is. I, I should phrase it differently. Um, so... I think it's Minshew. I think Minshew's going to play for a while. Well, let me let present it. this case to you. Okay. What about if Jacksonville, with 12 draft picks, Jacksonville calls up Washington and says, look, we'll give you number nine and number 20 to swap spots, and we'll give you a second next year. We want to move up to number two, and they go up and get to a tongue of Iloa. No way they do that. You think? Well, you know what? I shouldn't say that. Will Shad let them do that? That's a huge deal right there. What would the excitement level be in Jacksonville if they get Tua? Through the everybody's roof. everybody's They'd worried have a about guy. the injury. Everybody's worried about the health. The workout was very iffy looking to a lot of people. Maybe they just zapruded it too much, right? Very true. You but think I'd he's healthy? I who knows? Who knows yeah. whether he's healthy? But. You're talking about creating some buzz. That's a lot of draft capital to it give is. up for somebody you don't know is healthy. So basically you would have given up Jalen Ramsey and your pick, because that's the number 20 pick. You would have mm-hmm. Ramsey and your pick at number nine to go get Tua Tungavailoa. And for all we know, Cincinnati might be in love with Tua, the way Mayfield was sort of an upset pick by the Cleveland Browns a couple of years ago. It's a very, very good point. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't tell by going to pro days or any of that. Some of that stuff you can kind of right. figure out. I was at University of Houston Pro Day last year, and I saw Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean both there, and I thought, hmm, Buffalo might like Ed Oliver. And Buffalo drafted Ed Oliver. So yeah, uh, some like of that him. stuff you can figure out from pro days, but you're not going to be able to figure that out this year, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Now, Brandon Bean used to be the GM, or I'm sorry, he used to work in the front office of the Carolina Panthers, as did Sean McDermott, used to work for the Carolina Panthers. Well, they made some news today. We'll go around the NFL next right here on Texans All Access. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. Papa John's Killen's Barbecue Pulled Pork Pizza. The best barbecue pizza you've ever had. Hey, Houston, this is Keith here from Papa John's. It's our new Killen's Barbecue Pulled Pork Pizza. That's right, Papa John's is teaming up with the world-famous chef Ronnie Killen and coming out with one of the best barbecue pizzas you've ever had. So give us a call or go online and get your mouth-watering Papa John's Pulled Pork Pizza today. And hurry while supplies last. Better ingredients, better pizza, and the best barbecue, Papa John's. Hey, Texans fans, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is proud to be the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60. It's easy to make fitness fun when you start with the Texans. So join us for events throughout the year like the Houston Texans Kids Triathlon, Toro's Kids 1K, or the Junior Cheerleaders. Together, we're creating a community of healthy kids. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org slash texans. Each cup of Circle K's Simply Great Coffee is ground fresh, so it's as fresh as it gets, just the way you like it. But don't take it from me. Listen to what our customers are saying. Very easy to make your own cup of coffee at Circle K because you just have to push the button. Now with these new machines, they're really grinding. They get your coffee. That's why I come here. It's fresh every day. It smells amazing. It warms your heart. There's no comparison. Higher quality coffee, less bucks. Only at Circle K. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday mornings. Wait, no, that's bacon, and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. Woohoo! Yeah! 
We're here in Energy Stadium with our favorite people in Houston, our one and only Texans fans. So what are you guys cheering about? We're celebrating Dyke and opening the country's third largest manufacturing plant right here in Houston. Yeah, baby! That's over 5,000 employees already and still growing. Wow, those are some winning Dykin stats for Houston. Sounds like they're one of our biggest fans. On three, two, one, Dykin! Dykin! Air intelligence! Hey, Texans fans, Drew Doherty here. Win with Texans Checking by scoring exclusive tickets from First Community Credit Union. Just open a Texans Checking account by December 31st, and you'll be entered to win season tickets for the 2020 season. That's two club-level tickets and parking pass for all home games, including the playoffs. Learn how to score big by visiting the playbook at FCCU.org forward slash season tickets. FCCU is the official credit union of the Houston Texans. Certain criteria apply. No purchase necessary to enter. See FCCU.org forward slash season tickets for the full details. FCCU is backed by the NCUA. What do 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have in common? They're all members of Houston's most exclusive professional network, Texans Lux. Whether your company has 10,000 worldwide employees or 50 based in Houston, businesses large and small appreciate the opportunities Lux provides them to network with other professionals. And best of all, Lux membership includes a suite for each Houston Texans home game. Find out how you can use a Lux membership to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. March's Star of Courage winner, presented by Apache, is K-9 officer for SciFair ISD, Glenn Mayo. Mayo has served with the Houston Police Department for 27 years, and during his time has won numerous life-saving awards. During Hurricane Harvey, he spent weeks rescuing people with the HPD dive team without taking a second to think about himself. He has truly dedicated his life to serving Houston and ensuring everyone's safety. The Houston Texans and Apache would like to congratulate him for being our March Star of Courage winner. Sports Radio 610 is honored to support the Greater Houston COVID-19 Recovery Fund. We're focused on helping those in the Houston area who have been devastated by these unforeseen economic times. To donate, text WEHELP to 41444. That's one word, WEHELP to 41444. Thank you for helping our neighbors in the Houston community during a time when it's needed most. Dedicated to Houston. We are Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Going somewhere? The Texans mobile app. Don't leave home without it. Oh, yes, sir. You carry that app with you wherever you go. It is new and improved. It's improved. I guess it's not new. If you had it, just make sure you've got all the updates on the Houston Texans app and carry it with you wherever you go. John Harris here, Mark Vandermeer there. Mark, earlier today, I thought I was sort of being punked in some sense. Um, I had to keep reading the actual Twitter account, and it did come from Adam Schefter. But the Carolina Panthers have given Christian McCaffrey a new four-year, $64 million deal. And all I could think of was, hasn't anybody learned with running backs? Not to overpay them, yes. $16 million a year for four years. That's a ton of money for a running back. Now, if you're going to talk about who's worth it, he's one of them who could be worth it, certainly worth to, uh, certainly valued at the highest level of running backs. I mean, we saw the guy up close and personal. Mm-hmm. And as we always say, you know, it's one thing to see a guy on TV. It's another thing to see a player live. Yeah. especially when he's killing your football team like McCaffrey was. And what a frustrating – Johnny, it's it's uh. not like Derrick Henry when he's on, and the Texans did a really nice job against Derrick Henry in that meaningful game right. uh, up in Tennessee late in the season. The one at uh, NRG Stadium late didn't matter, although the media still likes to hold that against the Texans as a, quote, loss. Never yes, mind. of course. Listen they gave him 200-plus yards rushing to Derrick Henry. They, oh, my like, gosh. Sound the alarms. Yeah. I always say with those games, I always say, you know what, you're doing the right thing when you're resting, guys, but watch. Everyone's going to hold it against you mm-hmm. later on because it's part of your record that right. you lost that game. Anyway, McCaffrey, 
I think he's tremendous. I know you think so too. Yeah. I, my question to you is the third and fourth year of this deal, what's he like? What's Christian yeah. McCaffrey like as a player? Is he too worn out? Is the punishment going to get to him over the long haul? Well, here's something that I don't – in fact, this just kind of hit me. Mm-hmm. But I was I was thinking about some of the reaction that I saw on Twitter, and somebody made a comment to the extent of, well, what if Christian McCaffrey went to slot receiver full-time? And I thought, you know what? What if when his running back uh, dog years top out, would he be the first kind of player to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to go over – I'm going to go over and play um, – you know, because we see a lot with, with corners going to safety. Like, ah, you know what, can't really. You know, Kareem was a perfect example of that. It just couldn't run to be a corner like he used to. Okay, I'm going to go to safety, and there's still some value there. Well, maybe that's what he does. Maybe a running back, he goes for the next three or four years, and then it's like, you know what, I'm going to go play in the slot. I'm just going to go turn into Welker or Edelman or, you know, Randall Cobb or whatever. I'm going to be that guy on the inside. I'm not going to take as much punishment. Um, I'm going to catch 85 to 90 balls, so I'm getting tackled 85 to 90 times as opposed to 400 times or whatever it was combined touches he had this year. Maybe he's the kind of guy that's going to be one of the first to ever do something like that. And then maybe look at it and go, okay, it's still a pretty high number. But if you pay him for these next four years, you're probably still going to get at least three Mm -hmm. good dual threat years out of him. And then, I don't know, maybe that's a transition that he makes in the future. Look, four years from uh, from now, I don't even know what's happening four days from now. That's so point. go ahead and make the investment. And with Matt Rule coaching, you tell me what's his offense like. Will he find that kind of role for McCaffrey? Maybe not right away, like you said, but use him more in that way than previously used and cut down on the carries from the get-go. That'll be interesting to watch. Well, you know who the offensive coordinator is. It's Joe Brady, who was at LSU yeah. last year. And Christian, or I'm sorry, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, when Joe Brady was not there, he caught like eight to ten passes. And then Joe Brady showed up and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire caught 55. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Christian McCaffrey has put up a pretty good number catching the football. I found it interesting because I was at the senior ball, Mark. I had two separate people that are pretty dialed in, one in the AFC South, one in the AFC, one in the NFC South, and said, do not be surprised to see the Panthers blow this whole thing up and – that includes McCaffrey. So oh. when I saw today that he had signed a four-year deal, I thought, hmm, okay. I guess, I guess they, wanna, they don't want to blow it completely up. He's Maybe too they're safe. Just gonna, Think yeah, about I Teddy guess. Bridgewater throwing to Christian McCaffrey. This is perfect for him. Okay, yeah, I, I, this is I, I a guess. best friend of a quarterback. I mean, they'll put him in the slot a lot. They'll throw it yeah. to him out of the backfield. They'll hand. He'll be used, maybe not as much as last year, or not as much in the backfield as last year. I, I think they're going to find a tremendous way to get production out of him uh, in a versatile sense. Uh, just throwing people off balance on the defensive side of the ball. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with Bridgewater at the helm. Yeah, that that'll be interesting with Joe Brady and Teddy Bridgewater. Mark, the Indianapolis Colts have themselves mm-hmm. some new jerseys. Uh-oh. Yeah. Seems like everybody's getting new jerseys. The Bucks, yeah. the Falcons. Yeah. Now the Colts have got – it's not really a new jersey. It's just a little bit of a tweak. Should we do a troll video like the Panthers did to the Falcons? <laughs> like, oh! Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think they overthought it, you know? Yeah. When I look at it from a sheer aesthetics standpoint with the font of the yeah. numbers – I'm like, did you really need to do this? You're the Colts. You know, you have a lot of tradition. You've won yeah. Super Bowls. What are you doing? Do you really need to do this? Do you really need to do this? I don't know. I mean, that's how I feel about uniform changes. Why did the Rockets change to the pajamas when they had won championships in the ketchup and mustard? Yeah. I don't know why teams do what they do, especially mm-hmm. ones with tradition. I guess that was a 90s thing with the Rockets. That was big in the 90s going to that. Yeah, when I mean, you look back at some of the things that happened in the 90s, I mean, the fact that the Chicago Bulls just kept that classic, iconic, just red and black in the white mm-hmm. and red jerseys, just left them at that. I, when you look at some of the jerseys in that time frame, like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. what it's like, it's like these jerseys just ran into a paint canvas, and that's what it came out. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's, it's absolutely what do you insane. Think of the, the block C with the Indiana map inside it. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, that's too cute. 
You, yeah. That's just you, – you try to get too cute. Nobody can I, draw – you know, no. everyone can draw, like, a bad version, at least, of the state of Texas, right? Yeah. Nobody knows – Indiana, Leah, what does it and look like? It looks like a, 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 a stale grape or something. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Indiana people. Don't, don't at me. But come on, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's not the most recognizable state map outline yeah, you've ever well, seen right there's only one there's only one recognizable state map that's for sure well florida's pretty recognizable but it's you know yeah. don't well, get me started true. yeah i won't get you started mark okay appreciate it as always we will be back tomorrow night another edition of texans all access bridget thank you so much for producing we thank you so much for listening and like i said we'll be back same bat time same bat channel tomorrow night six to seven right here on sports radio 610 thank you everybody we'll see you tomorrow and as always go texans For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. Ah, the pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday morning. Wait, no, that's bacon, and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide. America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. Your hometown Whataburger drive-thru is open 24-7 as usual. But now, as we all adjust to this new normal, we've also kicked off curbside pickup for online orders from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So instead of walking your order to your table, We'll walk it right out to your car. Just because we can't be close doesn't mean we can't be neighborly. Whataburger. Rooting for the family team has become quite the tradition at Amogee Bank. It's something we grew up doing, and it's something that defines who we are. We're also big fans of rooting for family businesses, because in all of our years of banking, we found that when we treat every business like family, they tend to prosper. So, if you're a family business and you need a bank, come see us today. Amogee Bank. Here you grow. Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation and a member FDIC. Official business bank of the Houston Texans. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this and that player does that. And I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Already counting down the days until your next college football Saturday? Start planning your tailgate and prepping your face paint because the season starts right here in Houston with the Texas kickoff. Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels are set to take on Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears at NRG Stadium Saturday, September 5th. Experience the season debut for both of these new head coaches as they look to kick off 2020 with a bang. Start your fall off right. Head to TexasKickoff.com to join the wait list and be the first to know when tickets go on sale. Due to recent world events, Hyundai Assurance is back. If you buy or lease a new Hyundai by April 30th and lose your job this year due to COVID-19, we'll cover your payments for up to six months. And for current owners financing through Hyundai Motor Finance, we have a program to protect you too. To our Hyundai family, we've got your back. To learn more, go to HyundaiUSA.com. Hyundai Assurance. Offer requires financing through Hyundai Motor Finance. Restrictions apply and proof of job loss required. See dealer for details. Offer ends April 30th, 2020. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual Urgent Care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates has 28 Houston area locations with specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. 
Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans. It's Mattress Firm's semi-annual sale. Right now, save up to $400 on our top-rated brands, like 50% off a Sealy Queen mattress, now just $249.99. Plus, take home a free adjustable base when you spend $699. At Mattress Firm, we make it easy to find the right bed for you. So hurry and visit mattressfirm.com or a store near you to save today. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer value with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfilm.com slash sale. The Houston Texans, Toro and NOV, have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational simply about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. Hey, it's Deshaun Watson, quarterback for your Houston Texans. Looking for the right energy plan for your home? When you sign up on the Reliant Texans plan, you'll score a free jersey. Yeah, my Texans jersey, so you can represent Houston all season long. You'll also get an invitation to a Texans autograph session. It's a win-win. Go with Reliant and bring the power home. Call 1-866-RELIANT or visit Reliant.com slash Texans. Reliant, the official energy provider of the Houston Texans. Restrictions, terms, and conditions apply. PUCT number 10007. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com slash community. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.